The Holy Gospel according to St. Mark, the 13th chapter. Glory, Glory to, to you, O Lord. In those days, after that suffering, the sun will be darkened, and the moon will not give its light, and the stars will be falling from heaven, and the powers in the heavens will be shaken. Then they will see the Son of Man coming in clouds with great power and glory. Then he will send out the angels and gather his elect from the four winds, from the ends of the earth to the ends of heaven. From the fig tree, learn its lesson. As soon as its branch becomes tender and puts forth its leaves, you know that summer is near. So also, when you see things taking place, you know that he is near at the very gates. Truly, I tell you, this generation will not pass away until all these things have taken place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. But about that day or hour, no one knows, neither the angels in heaven nor the Son, but only the Father. Beware, keep alert, for you do not know when the time will come. It is like a man going on a journey when he leaves home and puts his slaves in charge, each with his work, and commands the doorkeeper to be on the watch. Therefore, keep awake, for you do not know when the master of the house will come, in the evening, or at midnight, or at cockcrow, or at dawn, or else he may find you asleep when he comes suddenly. And what I say to you, I say to all, keep awake. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise to you, o Christ. Christ. Please be seated. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. As a child, I, I struggled a lot with insomnia. It turns out that as much as we want our kids to be creative, imaginative, critical thinkers, we also need to teach our kids to stop thinking sometimes. I just found myself wrapped in thoughts as a kid, anxious, always wondering, and it, it made it really hard for me to go to sleep most nights. And yet, I often found solace and was able to go to sleep um, by, by praying. I think I learned to pray when I was a kid trying to fall asleep. I would just talk to God, just stream of consciousness. If I was praying right now, I'd pray like, oh my gosh, God, I still need rest from that children's servant. <laughs> talk and talk to God um, and maybe pray for my family and it's also when I learned like the Lord's Prayer I would say it to myself as a kid which 
uh, I don't know if I ever told my parents or anyone. It was sort of just something I did with me and God, and it would help me relax and fall asleep. And we know that sleep is so vital for our well-being. It's sort of a mystical thing, really, that, that our bodies heal when we sleep. Our muscles literally repair themselves when we sleep. Our brain releases toxins. And we even have a God who tells us about the importance, even the sanctity, of rest. And yet, here we are today, Jesus tells the disciples, keep awake. Effectively saying, don't sleep. What are we to do with these words of Jesus? In our gospel today, Jesus foretells of cosmic events, of when Christ is going to break into the world. This great God will break forth from the skies and shake the mountains, will blot out the sun. Creation turned to chaos, and so Jesus urges all to stay engaged, keep awake, be alert, pay attention. This alertness, I think, is Jesus asking us to be present and to listen. Jesus calls the disciples to keep listening. Listening, for me, is a profound way we as Christians practice love for one another and for all creation because we know we do not just listen with our ears. Sometimes our ears don't hear all we need to hear. We listen deeply with our whole selves. In our gospel today, Jesus wants us to practice listening with our whole selves, listening deeply for the presence of Christ that breaks into this world. Where did you learn, or where did you experience this deep listening, the way Jesus is reminding his disciples to keep listening deeply? I think that I learned about this deep listening through music by being a musician. I remember one of the first times I ever felt this deep sense of listening was the first time I ever sang with an orchestra. We were performing the German Requiem by Brahms, and our high school was invited to sing alongside a local university ensemble. And as the director entered onto the podium, the whole audience hushed. And then the musicians began to tune all their instruments to each other, honing in to just the right pitch for that moment. The focus of both the musicians and the audience was palpable. After tuning, all was quiet and yet still so full of potential as we musicians waited with eager anticipation to sing the first words of our piece that we were so proud to share. 
In that silent moment, as a 14-year-old, I felt God come close to us all. Before the chaos of the harmonies, the requiem that shares of our lives and deaths to come, I felt God there as we focused, breathed, and were together before that music all broke forth. This Advent, we are like a group of singers poised to sing and share a powerful piece of music. We are attentive, listening deeply as we anticipate the arrival of a baby who we know will transform the world. And we know the signs of what will mark the coming of this infant because we know already that Christ is breaking into this world presently, presenting us with love and hope that we live within even when we don't know what hope is. Could hope be a bird or a dolphin? I don't know. And yet, here we all are trying to hope. We are listening for moments when we sense that deep abiding love of Christ, when we are all held together, when we are all cared for. Already the Christ child is about to step into our lives and will turn our suffering into dancing. We'll turn our pain into something else. And I don't know about you, but I feel there's there's just so much suffering in this world. I don't even know how to put it in a nice prayer and make it sound pretty because I can't. There is so much suffering and yet Christ is coming to change and transform and we already know Christ is here bringing about so much beauty and potential. We see it all around us and we go to answer the call. God calls us out into the world, out into the suffering, the chaos, the unknown, where we find love and we love one another. It's interesting, as I wrote this, I then, you know, you get kind of, I, I get down rabbit holes. So when I was looking at the German Requiem that I sang, I was, I reread the text. And it's really quite beautiful. Forgive my German diction. It's been some time since I took that class. But the, the text actually b b b begins with this line. It says, Selig sind die da lied tragen. And this is actually Luther's translation of Matthew 5, verse 4, which means, blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. The Beatitudes, blessed are those who suffer, blessed are those who are harmed, who've been hurt. Brahms then, in his arrangement of the music, shifts from the Sermon on the Mount to Psalm 125, and the singers sing, they that sow in tears shall reap in joy. They that go forth and weep, bearing precious seeds, shall doubtless come again with rejoicing, bringing sheaves with them affirming that those who sow in tears shall reap in joy. Beloved people, for all of us who are sowing our tears in this season, who are feeling grief, who are feeling afraid, who are feeling isolated or overwhelmed by the world, we know that as we sow in these tears, we also reap joy. 
We reap joy because of our awesome God, because of the Christ child who as a baby comes, yet still breaking down the world around us. We have our faith that God has the power to show up in suffering and produce a song of life sweeter than anything we could write, even sweeter than Brahms. And so this Advent, we stay focused looking to one another and the Christ that lives within us through the Spirit answering the call to love. We cannot lose focus. We look to one another, to all that we have to share with one another, and we wait and watch as the Christ child changes all that is and was and will be about the world. We share precious silence, holding presence for the next steps ahead. We feel already that love, that hope, and abundance that surrounds us in the faces of all of us together. Through the gift of the Spirit, Christ dwells within us in these times of uncertainty, making beauty out of chaos and leading us toward a new life. Amen.